Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome, welcome to the Brett Boone Podcast. Explore the mind of MLB All-Star, Silver Slugger, and Gold Glove winner, Brett Boone, as he sits down with his friends from the world of professional sports. Now, Now, up to to bat, Brett Boone. Welcome to the Boone Podcast, and today on the podcast, I'm joined by a Boone Podcast alumni. That's a lot of podcasts in my opening. Uh, He's an ESPN legend and has been the play-by-play broadcaster for the L.A. Dodgers since 2005. Good buddy of mine. One of my favorites. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome Charlie Steiner. Charlie, thank you for coming back on the program. You're saying that nice stuff because I'm here. You know that, you know, I have a soft spot for you. I have for, you know, since since we hung out in New York years and years ago. But a few things that make me shake my head this year. MLB, New York Mets, San Diego Padres. It's impossible to be as bad as they are with the roster they they have. But I got a question. My question, I'm looking at the Dodgers. Before before I I was preparing for this show, I'm looking at the Dodgers, fine-tooth comb. I'm looking up and down. I'm looking at everything that's happened. My question to you is, who sees them every day, how the hell are these guys this good? They can really, really hit. And it's it's so against their historical grain for years and years. It was pitching and defense, and they'd win games three to two. This has been an anomaly this year. They can hit uh, one through nine. And when you've got Betts and Freeman at the top of the lineup, they begin the game as a threat. Yeah. Once you get through the lineup, if you get seven, eight, and nine, on base, then you've got Betts and Freeman to knock them in. So they have been the uh, the nucleus of the Dodger atom. The, the rotation hasn't been very good. The bullpen has gotten better over the last three months, but hitting is what uh, has driven the Dodgers now to, what, 87 wins. Um, and then the question is, can you get into the postseason, which they have, can you go long into the postseason with dubious starting pitching and great hitting? That's what we're going to find out. I mean, the Dodger team ERA is like 418, which since they moved out here in 58, it's like the second highest ERA. So they've, they've struggled with pitching. They've had a, a ton of injuries. Uh, and so you throw all that into the mix. But then again, you've got Betts and Freeman and Smith 
Muncie and J.D. Martinez. Um, so they can hit. And that's how they have gone about their business this year, which is so different, as I mentioned. Everything that we have remembered about this Dodger team since they moved out here in 58. And they've been doing it. And, and we talked off air a few days ago. They've been doing it in my mind. Now, I, I may be crazy. I'm not in L.A. I'm not here. But it's kind of been quiet on the Dodger front. It's To me, it's been quiet on the Houston Astros front. And maybe that comes with fans expecting because you've been so good now for so long. It's like, oh, the Dodgers. So, you know, last year you were all the talk. When you win 111 games, people tend to talk about you a lot. Um, but I haven't heard about them. And I, when I started really getting into it and, and looking at their story, I people don't know this, but obviously true Dodger fans know this, true baseball fans know this, but May, you lose him. He's been on the horizon for years now. Lose him. Elbow surgery. Cindergard didn't work out. He was Gavin, a, Gavin, was just a bust. Gavin Lux. Prospect for years. They have big plans for him. He hasn't played. Maybe your best pitcher, Walker Bueller, out for the entire season. I think recently the Dodgers announced that he is not going to be back this yeah. season. Correct me if I'm wrong on that. And Gonsolin, who had a big year for the Dodgers in 22, is now having Tommy John surgery. And that's just getting started. <laughs> You've had Kershaw's amazing what he's still doing at his age. One of the greatest lefties in the Warlock. history of baseball. Uh, he's been he's missed some time this year. And then, you know, I don't want to get into it because uh, I don't know any of the facts. But from a baseball standpoint, a guy that was having a rough year for his standards, his early career. But Urias is now been is on is on the suspended list, probably not going to be back for the rest of the year. And that adds to all the other things I just mentioned. So, again, it goes back to what I was saying. The, what the Dodgers have done exceptionally well this year is hit. And they're second in runs scored to uh, the Braves. Uh, they're second in home runs. They're first or second hitting with runners in scoring position. And, again, this is an anomaly for the Dodgers over the years where pitching and defense was generally the name of the game. So this year they were able to hit. Um, you know, you talked about the loss of Lux in spring training. They had already brought in uh, Miguel Rojas, who's a terrific defender. And, and as you know, if you've got some hitting, and then you've got a position like shortstop that's occupied by a great defender, and that's exactly what Rojas is, it wasn't that much of a loss. Yes, a loss, of course. That much of a loss? No, because Rojas is, has done so well. Uh, you know, you've got a terrific catcher in, in Will Smith. This kid, James Outman, in center field is a legitimate rookie of the year candidate. Will he win? Not likely, but he's, he's in, the, in the conversation. So they've got, they've got some hitters. And then the question is, do they have enough of a rotation once the postseason begins in a few weeks? That's, that's, that's the story going in. Can, can the rotation go five or six, maybe seven innings? The bullpen got off to a shaky start this year. Uh, the last two months, they have solid and, and, and they've been very good. So it's a it's a different equation 
than we have seen here for years and years. It's, hitting is going to get them, and in as far as they're going to go into the postseason. And the question is, is hitting enough in a postseason when you're facing better teams with better pitching, and can you carry the day essentially with a bat? We'll find out. Yeah, because I, I I look at that. It's been the it's been for 150 years until recently. The formula is great starting pitching. That's what baseball's always been about. Mm-hmm. In the modern era, there's a lot more emphasis emphasis and a lot more the finances. And this is just recently go into the bullpen. People are groomed to be bullpen type pitchers. Where back even 20 years ago. All the top pitchers were always starting pitchers, mm-hmm. always starters in the minor leagues. And when you weren't good enough, you went to the bullpen. And that's just the way it was since the beginning of time. That has changed in the modern day. Kids now come out of college, uh, got these these uh, these power who, arms. And yeah, who was it? Houston Street, I think, was like the first yes, guy who yes. was drafted. I think it was out of Texas. As, as a closer. As a, as a closer. And that that was a rather radical move when when he was uh, drafted for that spot. So, yeah, the game has changed. Starters don't go seven, eight, or nine innings much anymore. So you've got to have arms who can can go, as they say, bulk innings. Um, and, then, and then you've got, you know, seven, maybe eight guys out of the bullpen where, you know, it's day in and day out. But, again, going back, uh, to what the Dodgers have done well this year is they have hit. And, you know, they've averaged in the last three weeks more than six runs a game. That's the good news. Bad news is they're like 11 and 9. So as we get into the postseason where they're going to be facing better pitching, then it becomes that much more of a test. And we'll find out. Take your business further with the smart and flexible American Express Business Gold Card. You can earn four times points on your top two eligible spending categories every month, like transit, U.S. restaurants, and gas stations. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Four times points on up to $150,000 in purchases per year. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash businessgoldcard. A year ago. They were the talk. They won 111 games. Uh, kind of cruised to and won that division. I've been on a team like that. Uh, that 2001 Mariner team won 116 games, and it was a foregone conclusion. Uh, as far as we were concerned, we already had the trophy. We just had to go play the games in the postseason. Well, everybody knows it didn't. It didn't work out that way. Uh, a year ago, they're sitting there just waiting for who are they going to play. They end up getting beat by a red hot 89 win. San Diego Padre team that on paper far superior to the LA Dodgers of a year ago. You lived through it. You watched it. Uh, today's game. It's different, Charlie, isn't it? It's it's even 20 years ago. It was all about the 160. You had to win because there weren't many, there weren't as many seats at the table for that postseason. Now there's 12. It's a lot easier to get in, but I think recent history has proven even a year ago, a red-hot Phillies team's two games away from winning a World Series as a wild card, late to get in. I think that could be the case. We see a lot more 
uh, in baseball these days because of so many playoff spots. Who gets hot at the right time? Do you think the Dodgers learned from a year ago? Doesn't matter if you're the greatest team. You, you know, doesn't it's, necessarily it's, mean win. It's like hockey. You know, you get the hot goaltender and, and you can carry the day. Last year, <clears throat> during the regular season, the Dodgers were the best team. They just were 111 wins, but they couldn't get it done in the first round against San Diego, a team that got very hot down the stretch. The Dodgers were rather enamored with themselves. They go to San Diego where they had dominated, dominated them for years, and they just flat out got beat. They didn't see that one coming. And the Padres, then they do well. They do knock out the Dodgers. Then they come in expecting they are going to go head-to-head -head with the Dodgers this year. And the Padres have been, you know, just a cataclysmic disaster. Uh, they've already been eliminated. We're in the middle as we talk of a three-game series with the Padres at Dodger Stadium. Now, we thought when we looked at the schedule back in January or even December, boy, Dodger-Padre series in September, this is going to be great. Little did we know it would be utterly meaningless. The Padres have been eliminated. The Dodgers have all but clinched. Their magic number is seven with 19 to go, so they're not going to move in the standings either of the Padres, and so they're just kind of playing out the string. And the Dodgers are in reasonably good shape. Um, but again, the question will be, can their rotation, whoever it may be, going into the postseason, carry the day? The hitting can get it done. Again, as I mentioned, last three weeks are averaging more than six runs a game, and yet they're only 11 and 9. So that's, that's where they are now. Look at... Uh... Uh, you mentioned the Padres. I mean, I still to this day, I was at a Padre game uh, a week ago. I went down there, and and I can't figure it out. They pitched at the, at the top of the league for the entire year, and I didn't expect them to do that. I expect them to pitch okay. Now, later, lately, yeah, you Darvish, Musgrove got sidelined, so it's different. You're right. The Padres in are in play it out mode, but on paper, none of this makes any sense. The fact that they're twenty games worse than the Dodgers. And I'm strictly talking about on paper, and that's why on paper doesn't matter. I, I can't believe the Padres and, and how they played. They've under, I'm thinking the New York Mets and the Padres. And that's why I think baseball is so great is nothing going into the season points in the direction those two teams went. Well, the Padres, again, watching them a lot, <clears throat> um, you've played the game. You know what chemistry means chemistry right. you cannot necessarily put on a spreadsheet either it works or it doesn't either they play together as a unit or they don't and it's fairly evident they do not and they really didn't last year until the final month of the season when suddenly they went into high gear and they thought oh this is going to carry the day and they have committed to the the heart of that team seven or eight players for seven or eight years or more. So this is what they have. So they got to figure out how, how the kids can play with one another in the schoolyard. And they haven't done a very good job of that this year. They've got the best starting pitching in the National League. They have the, the six best uh, bullpen. So you got the starters. They got the highest ERA. And yet they're dead last hitting with runners in scoring position. 
and they haven't hit much. They haven't homered much. They just haven't played very well. And, and so there is really no other explanation that the kids can't get along with one another. Yeah, because uh, really, when you look at it, there are four legitimate MVP candidates in that lineup for them every day. And and it's it just not resulting in any <laughs> any positive results. You're right. When it comes to chemistry, there's something only players know. Uh, and only the 26 guys in that room, because for the years that I was a player, you know everything. The day you retire and step away, you know nothing that's going on amongst those 26 guys. You're right. Something isn't right in that locker room. And, and I don't know what it is. The young players, young superstars, because uh, I don't want to point a finger because I have no clue what's going on in that locker room. But something, something's well, definitely off. With all that talent. It doesn't make any sense. You know, I mean, Tatis is hitting 260. Machado's hitting 260. Uh, Bogarts is hitting 260. Maybe the guy who has contributed most to that team is Hassan Kim, the second baseman. He's a fan favorite now. They go crazy he, when he comes he can up. play. And he, yeah. he's going out all out all the time. So they just they haven't delivered the goods with the expectations. Forget the salary. That, you know, that's between them and, and their employers. But as a as a unit, watching them day in and day out. There's something missing and has been now for two years, except for that two or three week period late last season. That's what you have seen of the Padres this year is essentially what you saw last year, except for that hot streak in uh, late September and into October. It's going to be interesting to see what happens. 2400 Sports is an Odyssey company. 